Hi everyone, it is June 29th, I think, at 2.55pm and I'm sitting in the basement in a swing, which is really good and really relaxing. And I find, I think this is probably something that is true for, for most people that are doing anything, but when I'm in a relaxed state, it's much easier for me to do any kind of creative or communicative work or maybe even any work. I heard a painter say that he does not paint unless he's in a relaxed state. And when I heard that, I thought, wow, I don't think I'm ever in a relaxed state when I'm working. So that's just a little, a little side note that if you need to do something maybe that scares you or intimidates you creatively or requires communication or, you know, something that has to be birthed from you, it helps to be in a relaxed state. And I'm sitting in a swing, which I actually have been doing a lot of over the past few weeks because I've needed to be <laughs> peaceful and I, I haven't felt that way. So if you read the title of today's episode, you know what we're going to be talking about. We're talking about something that I think is probably one of the most fun and interesting things to talk about. And it's the thing that I am always so curious about, about people. Like, I just want to know what people's dating experiences are like. And I want to hear stories and not necessarily advice, but what people have learned from their experiences because I think we can really learn so much from each other when we tell these stories, even though, I don't know, I feel pretty weird about talking about this kind of stuff, but I felt really called to talk about it and write about it in the past month because, yeah, I think I do things kind of differently and maybe it will help someone or inspire you to think about the way you go about this because I'm always, this is something I have always been, you know, I think all of us, I think one of the most natural parts of being a human is wanting to be in partnership with someone. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's a dirty thing. I don't think that is something to be ashamed of. But sometimes that is how I feel when I talk about dating. I'm afraid of being judged. So <laughs> just saying that at the beginning, um, because I don't know, maybe you feel that way too. So <laughs> this is a funny thing that I, tell, I told my friend the other day. And then it happened to me the next day. But it really made me realize something about men, maybe just the men that I have have had romantic encounters with. Um, but I, I jokingly told her that every every boy I've ever talked to or been interested in at some point has sent me a text that says, hey, let me send you my recording slash Spotify link slash album. And it was funny because the it happened to me the next day with, with someone I was talking to, but I think that I have had the pleasure and honor of getting to know a lot of very sensitive men. And I think if you are a sensitive person as a woman, 
that is something that is valued and something that is accepted and seen as a strength. But I think it's kind of a hard world for young men too. And I don't think that they're given enough credit or enough space to be emotional. Um, There's nothing wrong with empowering women, but I think that, you know, it also, there are men that have done bad things to women, but that doesn't mean that men also need to be empowered to be good men and to be emotionally expressive and emotionally aware. And when I thought about the music thing, I thought, you know what? I feel like music is really only the only acceptable, in quotes, way for men to be emotional and emotionally expressive. Like, listen to every love song, especially love songs from maybe like the 50s or 60s or 70s before pop music was about partying and one night stands. And it's, I mean, even now there, there are songs like this, but I find it, you know, in the Beatles songs or things like that. There are these boys just pouring their hearts out about girls most of the time. And I think that music really allows men to do that and gives them a space to do that. And I've been thinking about that a lot recently how I think that men don't have a lot of space to be emotionally vulnerable. And I know that the men I have dated or been interested in, most of them have been pretty emotional men. Everyone's emotional, but I think some of us are more sensitive than others. And it's not purely a, a male or a female trait. It's a just a trait. But I think it's more acceptable for women. So, <laughs> the music thing. It's funny, but it's true. It's something I've been thinking about. So if you are, this something that happens to me a lot is I feel um, when I'm dating people that I, I think that if you are someone that cares about people and you listen sometimes it can feel like people are more emotional than you they actually are with other people because you're giving them that space to actually speak. So that's something I'm reminding myself of recently. Um, yeah, it's really special to be able to give people a space to say how they feel and process. And, you know, there's a balance. You don't, you don't want to just have that on one side of the relationship. You have, I have to work on being more emotionally vulnerable in relationships myself but if you are someone who feels that that happens to them a lot in relationships like feeling emotionally dumped on which is never healthy you know and there are things you can do to work on that something I remind myself is oh when someone's listening to you sometimes you overshare and to have grace for that so if you are a sensitive and emotional man I first of all, appreciate you. And <laughs> if anyone in, in this podcast realizes it's a story about them, I want to say hi. And also thank you for teaching me because I think that anyone that you date, whether you stay with them or you move on, is really can be a great teacher in your life, can teach you so much about other people, can teach you 
so much about yourself, can give you a lot of grace for people, and also if a certain problem keeps showing up in your relationships, it's not it's not a coincidence. It's because it's something you haven't learned from and addressed yet. And yeah, I think that dating is just a very, I didn't actually date very much at all until I was probably, it was when I graduated from college. Yeah. It's, I was a late bloomer. (laughs) I think I was also just really, I don't, I don't know what I was doing. Playing sports, involved in things. But (laughs) the past few years for me, I have learned a lot in this area. People have far more experience than I, but I I just want to talk about it and share it with you and maybe someone will connect to it and change the way that they view or operate in the world of partnership and looking for a partner. So one intention that I made this month after feeling like an absolutely crazy insane person and realizing that I just couldn't do it anymore was that I wasn't going to use dating apps anymore and that if I saw someone that I thought was interesting I would just talk to them and if we had a good conversation and they wanted to hang out I would just give them my number and I've been doing that recently and I have been on a few really fun dates and I'll tell you more about those, but I think for me at least, online dating is really not a healthy thing. I feel like when I have dating apps, my head is constantly attached to my phone. I am not present in my life. I also think, you know, my experience, I've actually not really used dating apps very much, but In my experiences with them and just in my conversations with friends, it feels like because there are so many options that you never really value one person and there's not really good communication and it's it's like a basic principle of supply and demand. There's an endless supply. So why would you just pick one person and, you know, see if things work out with them? So I made it. An intention. I deleted all my accounts and yeah, I've just been doing that and I just feel way better and it's been really great and I've been also learning how to communicate because I am someone that gets very, I am very, very <laughs> affected. Maybe everyone feels like this, but I, I am just very affected when I'm talking to someone or I like someone it just affects I I don't know I don't even know how to explain it one time I got psychoanalyzed at Johns Hopkins that's a story for another day it's a really good story but the doctor is talking to me and he said I bet you when you like someone you really like them and I was like yeah and it's not even that I really like someone I just get extremely, um, I don't know. I feel like every emotion is very intense for me. So it's not even that I like someone. It's just that I start to kind of idealize things and romanticize things. And maybe after a week, you don't like them anymore, but at the beginning, it's very intense. And so I feel like with texting and online communication, it drives me absolutely crazy. 
and something that I actually prayed for or like said that I wanted more opportunities than in my life and I really think that if you pray for something you will especially if you pray for an opportunity to learn um, or an experience it you'll find that in your life so at least I've been seeing that but I wanted more opportunities to be more confident like communicating and just going for what I want and having fun with dating and um this month I've actually I'm very proud of myself because I've done a lot of things that I wouldn't normally do like sending scary text messages that are vulnerable when maybe someone is not following through or communicating um and I think that something that happens with online dating a lot too is that people you they can kind of this happens to me all the time things can kind of turn into these like social weird social media relationships where you're always responding to each other's stories or talking on Instagram messages but then nothing ever happens and it just really messes with my head personally um so this month I like told someone that I didn't play Instagram games and if they if they wanted to talk to me we could go on a date or they had my phone number and that just completely you have the power to change the situation if you're in that kind of situation with someone and you're interested within them and you want to meet them you don't have to feel crazy and play that game you can make something happen if you try to make plans and they don't follow through I think that it's much better I mean in that situation either the person (laughs) someone's running the water upstairs either the person is going to make plans with you or they're not and either way you'll be moving in a direction instead of just having this annoying static social media dms conversation that makes you crazy so that's been a really I don't know. I've just been a lot more brave in saying how I feel, communicating when someone is not being a good communicator, and standing up for what you're worth. Not that anyone is worth more than anyone else, but if someone is not valuing your time or making a plan with you or following through on what they said, you can call them out on that. Not because you're better than them, but because everyone deserves to be communicated with well. And there are actually a couple of times this year where I, there was one guy that I talked to for a while, or a little while, and we were supposed to go on a date, and he called me, which is really great, but I was on the phone, so I didn't answer, and he left a voicemail and basically said that he had met someone that he had he liked and he just couldn't date two people at once and he was really sorry and like you know he, it was a very nice message i had it made me feel really good about myself it was like very complimentary i still have it on my phone but doing that is so much better than just ignoring someone or stopping talking to them and yeah maybe it's hard in the moment i've done it myself there is a there's a guy i was seeing last summer and it really was not healthy, and I liked him. I had liked him for a long time, but I knew that kind of what he was asking for and the relationship that he was wanting um, wasn't valuing me for 
what I was worth and also I just didn't want to get into that so I told him that and it's it's just so much better to do that than to not communicate with people which I think you know you can do that with online dating but I think that the climate of online dating and sort of the just I feel like it doesn't really value people um I think that any internet communication or connection the point of it should not be for the sake of itself you should not be phones are supposed to connect us to people they're supposed to be a means to connect us to people but instead I often feel that people are a way for us to connect to our phones and you know maybe you like texting as a way to get to know someone that's fine but for me I would much rather just hang out with someone or talk to them on the phone. That's something I'll do too. I will tell people that I am not much of a texter and like we should talk on the phone. And that's really fun because then if you are physically talking to someone or in person with them, if you can be, you can just there you can just tell a lot faster if you have chemistry, if you want to you want to see each other more rather than texting all the time and just being really attached to your phone because I think that that's not really healthy for either of you and it's not healthy if for a relationship if that's what you're looking for so that are those are my thoughts on online dating and instead of online dating I told myself that if I saw someone interesting that I wanted to talk to I would talk to them so I've been doing that (laughs) there's a time that I did this recently where I I never have given someone my number before. I've always been too scared, like in person. But I was at a wedding. I was shooting a wedding with my friend. And there was this guy there that was so cute that I wanted to talk to so bad the whole night. And I was too scared to do it. And also, I was I was in like a weird... One of his friends was like trying to dance with me and being really like cr- creepy and... Uh, I don't, I don't have to go into the whole thing, but it was like a bad situation. He wouldn't leave me alone. And I was like, I don't want to go up to this guy that's his friend and like give him my number after this happened with his friend. And so I got my friend to give him my number, which, you know, is not even a big deal. Getting, getting your friend to give someone your number. But for me, it is. I am not very brave with men. And he did. And the guy texted me, but he said (laughs) that he lived in California and he had a girlfriend. But still, I think every time you do that, it kind of builds your confidence. And yeah, it was an empowering experience. (laughs) Even though I did nothing, I sound like such a baby. But I I really am a baby when it comes to boys and I'm trying to be braver. But anyways, when when it comes to meeting people, so I think, at least in my experience, the place that I've, the three people that I'm thinking of that I've, um, in the past year, have dated either once or for longer um I have just met in places that I like that I like to be so like coffee shops uh farmers markets backpacking stores chances are that people that you would be compatible with will also be in the places that you like to be so yeah you just gotta I mean I feel like I'm not one to give advice because I'm not very I'm not very brave but you just got to put yourself in a position where you have the opportunity to talk and then talk. I've had conversations for three hours or five minutes and then either they ask for your number or you give it to them if you liked meeting them. 
And then instead of texting for three weeks, you just plan a date and you just figure it out so much sooner. And this month I've been on some fun dates. I, I went outdoor rock climbing, which is really fun. I love rock climbing, but I've never been outdoor climbing. Um, yeah. And then like when you do, when you have dates like that, even if you and the person don't really work out, it's still really fun to be outside and like have an activity that you're doing and you can just talk so much more naturally. Um, and what else? I went to a swimming hole on a date the other day. That was pretty fun. Um, so yeah, that is my alternative advice (laughs) for not online dating because I personally hate it and it drives me crazy, but if it works for you, that's great. And I hope you meet great people. And my sister's boyfriend that she is very much in love with, she met on Tinder. So (laughs) to each his or her own. Um, let's see. What else do we want to talk about? Oh, this is a good piece of advice. My dad told my sister and I yesterday, he said, the way to find the right person is to be the right person. I think that when we're, when we're going around, at least for me, it's really easy to think, oh, what do I want in someone? What do I need? But no one wants to be in a relationship. It really does not feel good to be with someone who is just looking for what they can take from you. I've been in situations like that and it, it just makes you feel awful. Um, and you, it, it needs to be, doesn't it just feel so much better when someone gives to you before you ask? And I think if you can really have that intention in relationships of, okay, yes, I, I do have things that I want and I am clear on the kind of person I want to be with. That's important. But also you have to be able to give to that person because it's very easy to tell, in my opinion, when someone just wants something from you. It's a bad feeling. I can always tell in the way someone looks at me, um, like really quickly. And I'm trying to be to be more conscious of that from the start because yeah, I think you can tell a lot really quickly. Not to say you shouldn't give people chances, but you don't want to be with someone who can just take from you. I was in that experience like that for a while last summer, and it just was really unhealthy. I don't want to talk about, like, really specific details, but it was, like, pretty damaging for me for, like, months. And, um, everyone has different things that they want in relationships. (laughs) Man, I'm like, I guess I can just talk about it. Everyone has different expectations, like physically, how far they want to go or what they want. Um, and I think it's really important to know that and to communicate that with people. I personally am not, I'm someone who believes that intimacy is something that grows and I'm not well I have had my share of like you know meeting people and like making out and then never seeing them again um 
which is fine and I think you learn from every experience I don't like starting things really physically I think that it really clouds your decision making um it gets in the way of how you actually feel it can just be confusing if you really are looking for like a partner and someone that you want to be with I think you have to value that and let that grow with emotional intimacy and so in this specific experience last year it was a guy that I really liked and I liked him for a while and I like clearly when I look back on it I could tell what he wanted like he wanted to date me so that he could change our friendship from one thing to another more physical thing and that to me felt so awful and objectifying and while I really liked him um I probably let things go a little longer than I should have but it's okay I learned from it um but I ended it at least romantically and I'm so glad that I did because if you have different expectations than someone else and if you aren't looking to be just in a relationship so things can be physical for a time then and the other person does it doesn't matter how much you like them I think you should stand up for what you want because denying that accepting that is just going to close you off to people and opportunities that would be way better suited for you and um with this person I I felt like pretty taken advantage of but I ended it before it got too far and looking back I can I can see that I should have known sooner but it's okay you make mistakes that's how you learn also this person was pretty emotionally damaged and you know we all we all need love and we all I don't think that I don't really believe that you have to be perfect or in a perfect emotional situation or like completely healed from things before you can date I don't think that's true I think we're in a constant process of learning and growing but if you can see signs that someone is damaged and they're not they have a very victim mindset like what can I get from the world um a very taking mindset and they're not willing to admit their own not necessarily faults in the situation but their responsibility and their ability to kind of rise and change it I think that that this for me was a very unhealthy situation and luckily it ended because the person moved but I definitely learned a big lesson there and I feel like I'm still learning it in my relationships this this month especially I have just been a lot better about communicating my boundaries communicating what I want when someone is not valuing me for what I'm worth or um, I sent a message to someone that I've been kind of dating yesterday because he had just been flaky he had been canceling plans and I like called him out on it and it doesn't have to be mean I don't think doing that is ever mean but I think it's really a kind thing to do for both of you because in some ways, when you when people are acting like that and you're accepting that behavior, you're enabling it. It's not your fault, you know, they're doing it, but 
you have power to change a situation. And either a person is going to apologize and they're going to own up to it or you're going to split ways and that's fine because it's just you've learned more and you are redirected into, you know, meeting someone that is better suited for you. And it's really, it's such a good lesson. Dating is such a good lesson. Okay, I have a little list here. I want to see if there is anything that I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is fun to talk about. I want to do this more because I think we don't do this enough. I think dating, I don't know, talking about this kind of stuff to me at least can feel kind of shameful, but it's not shameful. And maybe someone will connect to how I feel and learn from it. And I could talk for hours about this, about how I feel um, with these experiences and just about, like, men and relationships in general. I've actually never, as much as I say I, like, fall in love easily, I also am an extremely independent person. I have been that way since I was born, <laughs> since I could walk. And it's really, really scary for me to think about being in a relationship with someone. I don't even know what it would be like or how I could do it. I've never been in a serious relationship before. I've had a lot of like short-lived or not labeled things. Or I think I had a boyfriend in high school that was literally two weeks long. And I was just wanting to end it the whole time because I felt so trapped and it's, it's hard for me to think about. And I think the only way we can get over things like that in fears is just to practice. So that's what I'm doing. I'm practicing. Maybe you feel that way too. I think that, I also think that being in partnership with someone doesn't have to mean losing your independence. And if it ever does feel that way, then it's probably not a healthy situation and you probably shouldn't be with that person. So that is something I'm reminding myself of too. But yeah, this is very a scary and anxiety provoking thing for me. And I don't want to feel like that all the time. So I want to practice. Um, there, I had a few experiences dating someone this month that were just so great. And I don't really know what's going to happen with them. Um, I think they're leaving to hike the Appalachian Trail this weekend, actually. <laughs> kind of spur of the moment. Um, and if you're listening to this, hi. <laughs> but he just treated me so well. And it's kind of sad to say, but I'm not, I'm not used to that. I'm not, not that, not that men aren't good, but I think that just being really emotionally vulnerable is something I know I struggle with and I've never encountered it in a man before but this guy right from the get-go just told me exactly how he felt would tell me I was beautiful all the time um this is kind of a weird thing but I think this is another reason why it's important to really know yourself and know who you are and know how you want to feel with someone um I had all of these things, I have a Pinterest board that's just called life and I just pin things like experiences that I want to have in my life or just pictures that are like, I want to experience this or I want to be here. And 
I have all these pins on Pinterest of that scene from Tuck Everlasting where they jump into that like waterfall swimming hole place and I always think that would be the best date you could ever go on and this guy took me to a swimming hole and I didn't want to look up pictures before because I was like what if it's like the Tuck Everlasting one and we get there and I kid you not it looks exactly the same so it's not magic I think just I think what you really intend when you know what you're looking for and how you want to feel and who you want to be with and you know who you are and and that you want to give to someone, I think that really manifests in your life. And I've been just working on that a lot lately. I think the people you choose to date and the people you choose to be with say a lot about who you are. I know I was kind of having a little moment this month where I was kind of going for people that were a lot younger than me. And I think a lot of that was a, a self-worth thing of thinking like, I don't know. I think I have a lot of insecurities about dating, especially since I haven't been in a like serious or, or a long-term relationship before. Um, and the whole idea of even though having a partner and getting married is something that I really want. The whole idea of that freaks me out and intimidates me so much. (laughs) And I also think you don't have to think about that when you're dating because you can't put pressure on situations. It'll just, it's never good for anything. You just have to meet people and have fun and let things become what they will. But the clearer I have gotten on that and the more I've uh, begun to value myself as being that one day, I feel like the more opportunities and experiences and the closer I get to dating the person that I actually want to be with. And, um, but yeah, this guy, like I said, I don't really know what's going to happen. Um, but you can, you deserve to be with someone who tells you how they feel and who communicates with you and who calls you instead of texting you and who tells you you're beautiful and, who doesn't pressure you to do physical things. Um, Like, it's really good to talk about all that stuff. And in this experience, I've never had an experience like this before where someone was so communicative. But it just, it feels really good to know where people are coming from and know where people stand, especially with physical things, because that can be really messy. Um, And, you know, everyone's different. Everyone's looking for different things. Like I said earlier, I'm not someone, I don't like hooking up with people. I don't like, um, I'm, I'm just not about that. I feel like it really affects me and I've learned my lessons at different points in my life. Um, and the good thing about getting burned is that you don't do it again and you don't make that mistake again. So I think there's something to be said for learning from experience, at least for me. I am definitely someone who likes to learn from experience and then you move on and you don't do it again. I think that's really important, but it's so, you deserve that. You deserve to be well communicated with and not forced into anything physical that you don't want to do. And I think if you want that for yourself, you also have to do that. You have to, just like my dad said, (laughs) you have to be that person. So if you want someone to communicate with you, you have to be a good communicator. If you want someone to tell you how they feel, you have to say how you feel. Um, Certainly there are, you don't have to make it a big scary thing, but I think it can be very natural and comfortable and you should feel very natural and comfortable with someone. So, (laughs) 
I think that's all I have to say today about boys. Dating's fun. I'm having fun with it. I'm learning a lot. I'm getting better at communicating. And, um, yeah. I'm going to keep talking to cool people that I see. Because, worst case scenario, you just have a fun conversation. So, (laughs) that's all. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope maybe you felt a little more empowered (laughs) or encouraged by my my fear (laughs) and that it's okay if you're afraid and yeah know what you want and communicate that because you never have to get pushed in anything you don't want and if you do you can leave or you can tell them so that's all I hope you're having a great day and we'll talk soon I like doing these conversational episodes because I think they're really valuable. I think it's just really valuable to speak honestly about your experiences and what's going on in your life because we can always learn from each other. So, anyways.